This is an Asphalt Studios production. Onion rings, onion rings, get into my belly. Was that your intro? Yes. That was. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Welcome to the world of Iglos, everybody. I'm your DM, Tasman Cooey, and I do want to give everybody a heads up. I'm not in my usual recording space, so it sounds echoey to me, so it's probably echoey to you, and I am so sorry. We'll fix um, it in post. Hopefully. I'll do my best. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm joined today, of course, by my three players, Aaron Deaton. Uh, hello. Um, I'm actually uh, Nectar, but okay. And what's your fun fact, Nectar? Oh, my fun fact is that... Dick size is one. normally what we go for here. But I had one, yeah. and I totally forgot what it was. Uh-huh. And was it dick size related? It wasn't dick size related, but it could be. Uh, my dick size is actually a mystery, though, so... Oh. <laughs> no so one's I'm... ever seen it. <laughs> <laughs> Not even oh, you. Huge. Exactly. You just... You, you've been in the same diaper since you were a baby. I think my actual fun fact is that for no reason, because uh, I've never seen one or anything like that, but I'm absolutely terrified of ever meeting a dragon. Just from hearing of them, it's like the most scariest thing I can possibly think of. It's a gigantic lizard. I'm a fairy. No, thank you. They just got bigger wings than you. That's it. Boom. Yeah. It's <laughs> a jealousy thing. You know what they say about big wings. <laughs> um, Nick Dewrider. I'm, I'm Bryson Bierman. You did that the opposite way. I know. Um, but I did. I am also... Today, I am Nick Dewrider. Um, <laughs> today. Uh, in today yeah. only. <laughs> today. Uh, Nick Dewrider, when he was a lot younger... Uh, tried to create a move, essentially, where he would attach a short sword to his whip and swing it around and try to attack people with it, and it got a lot of people injured, including himself. <laughs> did he ever say, get over here, when he did it? No, because that wouldn't work. It's All a right, hook. Yeah. All right. You fucking idiot. Did he ever try to do a hook on it? Nobody might. I'm excited for that. Yeah. Aaron Elzia. Also known as Mink Mandragare. And she's drawn to the color purple. She A lot of her favorite colored trinkets are purple. Oh. Fancy. Taz furiously writing down notes of ways to get Mink killed. Oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Mink, you see a guillotine with a purple light. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So, last episode, we had a bit of fun reliving some past experiences. Uh, Some traumatic, uh, some not. Um, And introduced our new character, Nectar. Um, And I figured it'd be pretty fun to have everyone tell their own recap, since everybody's in a different spot right now. So, who wants to go first? Uh, Next is pretty quick. Uh, I'm unconscious. Uh, Next. (laughs) (laughs) What were your memories, pal? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, so I uh, dreamt of my past with uh, my ex-fiance, um, Emerald. Um, had some pleasant memories that I'm only assuming are going to get more pleasant. <laughs> of course. Yeah. 
technically you never broke up so yeah i mean of course yeah they're <laughs> the only hey, don't spoil it <laughs> <laughs> um okay uh and mink you did some past as well yes Majesties. What? What? <laughs> what the fuck is happening right now, Aaron? Allergies. Possessed. Allergies. Oh. Um, Sully, you just fucking whispered an incantation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded like well, a cursed. You gotta Sounded keep like that. a giant from One Piece laughing <laughs> for a moment there. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. So. Uh, last thing she remembers was seeing a bright light, and then she had memories of being back in her captive uh, home torture chamber. Hey, home is where the heart is. Uh, Anyway, she relived, like, having to entertain for these rich, snobby, noble people, and uh, she also was able to relive how she escaped and what she took and all the fear that um came with all of that hell yeah and what what did it end on for you uh i think it ended with me getting into uh the nearby town correct and then the episode ended with your eyes opening (gasps) yes they did so you're awake now (gasps) uh that's gonna be fun and nectar well, Nectar boy. was just trying to have a good, peaceful night when a star fucking disappeared out of the damn sky <laughs> and uh, proceeded to have a couple different uh, visions, one being like uh, a memory of a decent time in life they would love to go back to, and the second one was a bit uh, more ambiguous, <laughs> a bunch of stars on doors. Mm-hmm. And then I found an unconscious man in the forest with a dog and got insulted by some dudes. You, d- you didn't talk about your, uh, your hermit vision, pal. I thought the hermit vision was the doors of stars. Yeah, but what happened when you opened that door? Besides your phone going off in the most dramatic moment. <laughs> Taz, I'm having the biggest brain fart right now. <laughs> Um, you, uh, you walked into a town to see, uh, that it was burnt Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'd, like, totally fucking spaced that. I'm very sorry. Uh-huh. And then, um, the sun went out, and the mountain exploded, and it was wild times. I need to re-listen to things. <laughs> it's okay. In the episode's not out yet. <laughs> Comes out. Perfect. In, like, two days. Um, God, guys, I am recording in the hottest room of my house right now, and I'm sweating balls, and I'm... Oh, I'm, so I'm about to feel you, sir. Dude. I had to close my door and turn off my fan, and so I'm pretty soon I'm going to be sitting in a fucking Ugh. heating sauna. Yeah. I had to turn off both oh my, my ACs, and I'm literally sitting here with no clothes on. <sighs> You're welcome, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Subscribe uh, to Aaron's OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> Besides me forgetting important stuff, though, I did end up dragging uh, an unconscious man who I don't know the name of uh, through the forest this dog after the dog tore the throats out of some kobolds, and we uh, ventured through a portal. 
so I've been talking for a bit, and I realized that I muted my microphone because I had a coughing fit. Um, <laughs> so that was That's going to be fun to fix and post. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, well, it, it no, was nothing important. Well, no, microphone yeah. muted, not Discord. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, uh, um, but anyway, I just want to let everybody know, because uh, we just have a conversation about heat and stuff. I'm doing great. My AC's on, off. blasted, s- sitting at 62 right now, but my AC's pretty quiet, so, you know. I hate you. I'm having the time of my life. I got M&M's on my right, water on my left. Whew. Wang out. Wang out, as always. <laughs> Assume anytime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, by the way, don't subscribe to Aaron's OnlyFans yet, because she hasn't fucking fixed it. Like a fucking idiot. I know. God. Anyway, but do Imagine. subscribe to mine. It's pretty rough. <laughs> I'm subscribed, and I love every second yeah. of it. Anyways. Are we ready to get this episode started? <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're doing an episode today? I hope so. Oh, I, I should sure start recording. So. <laughs> I hate you. Okay. Alright, so we're gonna start with Nick. You're sitting on the balcony with Emerald, the sun setting on the horizon, the orange and yellow shining brilliantly in her eyes. You see she pauses, begins to rub her temples, and takes a deep breath. She's already more visibly concerned and upset than you've ever seen. Okay, I'm sorry, just explain what's happening to me one more time. So, the other paladins the other knighted paladins we were all brought in to a meeting and in this meeting it was explained to us that honor was almost certainly dead and we were instructed to not tell anybody despite the ramifications of all of this that's going to affect everybody Uh, who Or, I guess, what could kill a god? I don't know. I mean, it feel I, it's, I don't, they, I don't even know if it's true, but I don't have any power left. I try to create the energy of lay on hands in my palms and like there's just a small little glow at the beginning and then it fades immediately like if he were still alive unless we all absolutely failed him in the worst way possible I would still have my powers and why why do you think this is something that you need to go public with because people deserve to know that Nick. Nick. they deserve to know that not that that the gods aren't infallible. That's that's why I. Need but to do you know people. what that would do to people? I love you, Nick, but the world, it, 
the the people of the empire are already so stressed the freeze has already displaced thousands of people and we both know that not everyone agrees with the annexation of hedge, hedge point you know if if you go public with this you could cause a literal war with all the stress the people are on but it will be it will be an honest reaction we won't have the Knights of Honor continue to collect donations to heal the sick that we can no longer heal or protect people that we can no longer protect. We aren't profiting off a lie. People deserve to know that they aren't putting their faith in something that isn't there. The people are there, Nick. Yeah, their powers are gone, but that doesn't mean you can't still help people. The Knights of Honor can remain, but we need to be honest. Part of being a Knight of Honor is honesty. That's what honor is. It's fighting honestly, speaking honestly. Hiding the death of a god is the furthest thing from honorable that I can kind of imagine. I understand that you're worried, and, you know, I, it worries me too, the ramifications of this. But what worries me more is what the ramifications will build to once the people have found out that we hid it from them. Because the death of a god isn't a quiet thing. People will find out regardless of whether or not I'm going to tell them. You see she smiles softly and looks down uh She's trying her best to not show her face to show how sad and stressed she is, but you can, you've can you known her long enough, you've been with her long enough that you see right past it. There's, there's no talking you out of this, is there? When have you ever been able to talk me out of doing something? I have been able to talk you into doing something. I was hoping... Exactly. It's not talking it's not into reversible. not doing this. Yeah, right. it doesn't work that way. <sighs> Nick. You know you're gonna go to jail, right? I'm comfortable with that. As long as I'm able to do what I think is best, the consequences mean little to nothing for me. What about our wedding? I kind of just lean on the balcony silently and the world needs to know Emerald and there's nobody else that's standing up to it. She, um, she sheds a slow tear and puts her hand on your shoulder. Can we... Can we at least have one more night together? Of course. And she leans into you and gives you a hug. I hug her back.
Mink. Mink, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I need everybody to know what Mink sent me in the middle of all this. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Everybody go to the general chat real quick. This is what I just got in a fucking message. Baz, <laughs> please describe it. Um, Thickless Cage. <laughs> that's, it. that's all you need to know. Good, yeah. Oh my god. You're welcome. Alright. I'm sure that exists. Yeah. My dream <laughs> shifts to Thickless Cage for no reason. <laughs> Uh, man, we're really good, but yet bad at doing uh, it's really emotional good. moments in this show. <laughs> I mean, hey, they don't call it Tangent Tabletop for nothing. That's fair. And by they, right, I do mean we. Yeah. <laughs> Mink, uh, your eyes open to the sounds of birds chirping in the distance. And you look around to see yourself in a darkened wooden structure resembling something of a medical center of some kind. There's a curtain of vines drawn close that lets in a soft glow of purple light illuminating a bed near yours with a figure in it. However, the tan sheet is pulled up, covering the lump completely. There's three beds on either side of the room and a closed door leading towards the exit. You can hear distant voices, though you can't make out what they're saying. What do you do? There's someone in the bed next to me? Completely covered, yeah. Hot. I want to, uh, like, are they, like, covered in bandages, or are they just covered by a sheet? Covered by a sheet. I will take the sheet off of, like, their head to see who it is. As you lower your feet onto the ground from your bed and begin walking towards this body, uh, you see a small blue light turn on in the corner of the room before the sound of gears beginning to grind to life. The light begins to spread around the corner, illuminating some sort of pod door that begins to slowly open to a small amount of orange fog that rolls out between the cracks. And as the door opens, you hear Ciao, Miyajama, Dave Lee, And you see a small, four-foot being steps out from the pod. Its body seems to be mostly made of wood, though not cut or carved, with gears that are groaning as they come to life, complaining every step of the way. Uh, an orange light accents most of its features, including the gears, and where its face features would be. It seems to be some sort of mix of nature, magic, and technology. Its facial features are composed of this light, just a pure, just a small line representing its mouth and circles for eyes. It stares at you, awaiting a response. Hello? Salve, miam nomen est devli et toi? I, I, I don't understand you. You see the circles blink to a line and then back to a circle as if simulating a blink. It cocks its head at you. Hello, my name is Dave Lee. And yours? My name is Mink. Welcome to Sterling Grove, Mink. Is... Is this where the elves are? Uh, there's many elves here, correct? Uh, and she's gonna look back at the bed. Um, is this Thornhill? Um, I do not know the names. She'll pull back the uh, sheet on his face. 
on the face. Yeah. And uh, it is, in fact, Thornhill, uh, bruised and bloodied, dry, matted. Uh, it seems like they tried to clean him up a little bit, but uh, from you can just see the hair, like there's blood in his hair that's just matted up that they couldn't seem to get out completely. And uh, he's black and blue everywhere, and you know he's very obviously deceased. And you're not entirely sure how long it's been, but more than a couple hours. He's... he's dead? Yes. I would like to offer condolences. The loss of one's friend can cause many creatures distress. If you would like physical affection, I can do so. Though I may cause splinters. She's hugging Thornhill's body. I'm so sorry, Thornhill. We didn't mean for you to go like this. What are you gonna do about Kalira? <laughs> what do I tell her? And uh, Dave Lee speaks up. You may want to tell her that he is deceased. I can't. I, I can't just tell her that he went to help us find you guys and died on the way. And, uh, this, this creature kind of cocks its head and it's like, why not? It would destroy her heart. Would it not destroy her more, wondering whatever happened to him? I suppose it's, it's just trying to find the right words would be very difficult. Well... I imagine you probably have some time to think of this. Uh, does Thornhill have like a pendant or like a in instrument? What's his instrument? Uh, his instrument's a lute. Um, I... She picks it up. Okay, it was laying on the, well, propped up against the wall next to the bed, so you pick up his loot. And it's a a uh, very simple loot. He's not a man of money or anything, and it's, it's accented with, like, a red and green um, design that is, it's beautiful, but in a simple kind of way. There's no e extravagant designs or anything. It's just a little bit of paint. I'm... I'm sure that Kalira would love to have this as a memory of him. I have no opinion about this. Does she have her bag of holding on her? Uh, it's it's also like in the area propped up against the wall. Uh, you see all of your belongings outside of your clothes. You're still wearing clothes, of course. Has been propped up um, along the wall along with uh, his as well. She'll turn to Thornhill and put her hand on his uh, upper arm. I promise I will give this to Kalira. I'm sure she would definitely want it. Um, miss? Yes? Do you need a moment? Or would you like to talk to Miss Sterling Spring? She may be able to help. 
yeah, I, I would love to talk to Miss Sterling Spring if she could help. Okay. I shall lead you there. Uh, Please she'll... take a moment to gather your stuff. Okay. Okay. So she'll put the loot in the bag of holding and grab all of her equipment and put it on. God, I fucking teared up doing that. <laughs> oh, my lord. What a loser, honestly. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Who gives a fuck That's about Thornhill? Uh, I didn't do it, man. You the dice did it. to attack him. The dice did it. Okay, uh, Nectar. Hello? As you take that step into the portal, dragging behind you an unconscious body, you feel the sensation that you haven't felt in a long time. Your body feels light and your mind lighter. Your senses heightened as the only thing you can see is a white light before the music coming from the portal is blaring. And you see floating orbs of blue, purple, and white light dancing in the air, providing light to the otherwise dark dance floor. Playful music fills the air as centaurs, satyrs, dryads, elves, and other fey creatures mingle, dance, and drink. Laughter and cheer fills the air when you feel somebody bump into you and a cold liquid covers the front of you. A satyr looks shocked. Their eyes look towards the red wine covering you. Oh, I'm so sorry about that, mate. Didn't see you there. Oh, uh, it's, it's no trouble, really. Um, uh, go ahead. Sorry. No, it's the same. You know, just watch where you're going when you're when you're having a good time, you know. But it's okay. Yeah, I, of course. Sorry, mate. Uh, he he then reaches towards you and brushes your shirt off once, and it's suddenly dry and the red stain is gone, just as quickly as it was there. Uh, he then looks behind you to see an unconscious Nick. Uh, your friend couldn't hang then. Oh no, he's not very good at hanging. Um, I have a question. <laughs> he's not very good at. Yes. Uh, where Nick where is a am I? Toddler, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you are at the Vibrite Club. Have how do you not know where you are, sir? Oh, I'm a little bit uh, gone already. Um, where's where's this located, though? Like, where's this club located? Like, uh, what's the town? What's the city? Where are we? It's just here. It's just here. Yeah. The fucking fay, man. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, I'll, I'll be back in one minute. I'll bring you a drink, okay? Okay. Uh, do is this puppy with me, by the way? Oh yeah, puppy's always okay, with you. Even sure. if I, I forget I, to I, mention puppy, puppy's there. <laughs> okay, I couldn't remember. If I mentioned to grab puppy through portal. <laughs> last time, so that was a worry. Yeah, uh, okay, the puppy gonna... is currently pissing. <laughs> 
Oh, great. Yeah. Well, they'll be fine with that. They don't. It's the Fae. I'm yeah. gonna drag Nick's body to like a window or something or a door and just kind of like look out and see where the hell I am. Out of curiosity, I, um, how are you dragging me? By the foot? By the hand? By the hair? I, fi- I figured, like, like the, the... Do you have a collar? <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I would. A collar okay, like a dog. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> so I was thinking in my head, like, you have, like, a shirt and I'm just holding you. It's a really good by, way like, to choke back. somebody out, but good. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sure I, I made sure you're not dying from that. I made sure to It's a deep V. It's a deep V. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm mostly pulling you on a rug then that is now like what was your shirt uh anyways yeah so you begin to look for a window and uh you don't see any and as far as doors go you see one upstairs on the uh north wing of the uh dance floor uh but the stairs are guarded by uh an ogre on each side good And is then, there a chance that I would have like heard of this place? Um, uh, go ahead and uh, roll per. I'll roll percentile. Uh, do you want to do highs or lows? Uh, I'll do highs. Yo, how am I rolling percentile on this motherfucker though? I got it. Uh, oh, yeah. okay. Whoa, lagging. You said highs. Yes. Okay, so you have not heard of this. Okay. Uh, is there like a, a, a bartender server? Yes, uh, there is a bar on the east side of the the floor, and it's uh, okay. you see uh, a few different Fae sitting at the bar, and you see uh, there's a mix of like regular alcoholic drinks as well as like brightly colored uh sparkly drinks uh some potions that probably do stuff that you may or may not want to experience (laughs) um all kind of aligned and he's just going ham uh he has eight arms and he's kind of like pretty much a squid like being i love him uh (laughs) So before I go any further, I am gonna like I don't know that you would do this, but I'm gonna pat down Nick and or, or this unconscious body and see if they have anything on them because I don't want it Cunt. to get stolen. Okay, I thought you were stealing from me. No, I don't want your shit to get stolen while I'm just dragging you behind me, not paying yeah. attention to what's going to your body. Yeah. Uh, so I've got a potion of greater healing on me, a plus one spear, and I also have 137 gold pieces on me. Uh, okay, I don't think I can hold your spear like yeah. comfortably, so I'm gonna leave that on your body. But I got a whip you, too. I'll take all your small stuff and just like throw it in pouch, cool bag, whatever, <laughs> just to make sure no one steals your stuff. And then if I'm gonna, someone takes that spear, I swear to God. I'll, I'll double check every so often to make sure the spear is not gone. So if it disappears, Taz, you let me know. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, um, I, I do. I do try to like put it on my back for a minute. I'm like, I don't understand how I'm supposed to. What is this? And I just put it back on you. Uh, so what's your? I love that you're like spear. I don't know what a spear is. No, I know what a spear is, but like, it's like the idea of like, yeah. what this is fucking barbaric. Fuck this. Gotcha. Fair enough. Um, so I imagine Nectar is familiar enough with the Feywild to kind of be on alert. So go ahead and give me a perception check. Perception coming. Oh, Jesus. Ten. Ten? I'm cursed with low rolls forever. (laughs) 
Okay. Uh, so yeah, so y you uh, kind of clean out Nick's body, uh, make sure that there's nothing on his person that people can steal as you drag him behind, um, and you begin walking towards the bar, and this squid being uh, looks towards you, uh, and then you see his eyes dart back behind you, and um, you see a tall, when you turn around to look, you see a tall, black-haired, pulled tightly, uh, Eladrin. She, um, has, like, the beginning of wrinkles forming, um, though they're not quite there, uh, and she's dressed in a suit, uh, of purples and greens, and she looks towards you guys, and she's like, new here, huh? Oh, not quite new here, but new here, yes. New here, but not new here. Okay, I got it. Uh, can I help you? Uh, maybe. Um, <laughs> other guy couldn't, but where are we? You're at the Bybright Club. Oh, yes, I understand that, but where is that? The Bybright Club is, uh, and she taps her chest and she's like, it's right here. Whenever you need it, whenever you need a drink, whenever you need a party to let loose, you could say, we're here. That's All right. deep. That's deep. <laughs> I looked down at where she touched me. I'm like, could you not do that again, though? <laughs> not touch really you. Like being, yeah, I don't like being touched. Please don't do it again. Okay. Yeah, sure. Of course. Uh so, is there anything else that I can help you with? Yes, I have this person, um, and they seem to be unconscious. Noted. Did he party too hard? I don't... Yes, he partied too hard. In one way or another, he definitely... Ignore the, uh, the frog teeth indentation on the side of his fucking head. <laughs> There's some kind of partying been happening, and he is... In this state, and I am looking for, well, a healer of sorts. Uh, yes. Um, I mean, we have a few, uh, who may be able to help, uh, if this was a typical case, but, uh, judging by his head there, it's not, I don't it's think not at this all. is a typical case. <laughs> if it was a typical case, I could probably take care of it myself. Um... Have you heard of Sterling Grove, perhaps? I have, and I was hoping that this is where this portal was taking me. Oh, honey, you know the Feywild portals never spit you out where you want. I know, but I was hoping this time... Well, I may be able to help give you directions, but, but, I insist, stay here for the night. Free drinks, free food, entertainment. What more could you ask for? Well, Besides, I... the Feywild can be dangerous at night. You'll be safe here. Well, the Feywild can be dangerous in the day, too. <laughs> well, yes, of course. I tell you, last time I came out of a damn portal, it was on top of fucking Big Sheep Mountain. I don't know what the hell is going on there, but it's terrifying. I kept <laughs> biting at my damn wings. Oh. Interesting. So, stay here. Whereabouts would I stay if I were to stay here? Uh, she gestures towards the dance floor. Uh, no, I don't think I don't think so. I'm pretty beat, actually. 
to be to dance. What kind of fae are you? I'm going to roll insight, if that's okay with you. Yeah, that's fine. Can the dog also roll insight? Um, no. <laughs> All right. Fucking rude, but okay. 25. 25? Uh... You know that you likely don't have a choice on staying. Mostly trying to, like, figure out what kind of angle this person will possibly have at the situation, like, as far as uh, anything I might know about how these fae operate. Yeah, uh, so judging from the way she's acting, obviously you don't seem to have a choice to stay for the night. Um, And... You, as you look around uh, the dance floor, you see that people are smiling and having fun on the Mm -hmm. outside, but their eyes tell a different story. These people have been dancing and chattering and partying for way longer than any being should. And are they all like... Do I see people going from, like, the dance floor and walking over and, like, chugging something and then going back out, like, feverishly to dance? Yes. Okay. Hmm. So, and a gesture to the stairs. What's up, uh, what's up those stairs? Oh, that's, that's the exit. Oh, okay. Well, if you don't mind, I'd like to be going, uh, that way, actually. Uh, sure. Of course. All right. Well, I'll make my way over there. I might, I might check out this this place a little bit first. Okay. Say it's pretty fun. I might wanna, might wanna look around. Yes, of course. Please do. Does she just stand there? Yes. <laughs> I I wander over the rest of the way up to the uh, the bar, and I kind of want to try my best. I'm probably gonna fail to prop Nick up just so he's sitting. <laughs> I love this fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what's the movie that they do this with a dead guy? Uh, uh, oh, uh, uh, weekend at Bernie's? Yeah, yeah weekend yeah, yeah. at Bernie's shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You find a little, a little yard chair that you set him up with. Give him some sunglasses and a little hat and a drink in his hand. <laughs> oh no 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 no! No, the last bit. Don't put a drink in his hand. I don't want him Watch to me accidentally to... wake up and be like, yeah. ooh. ooh, pink drink. <laughs> Stuck here forever. <laughs> Doggy, you want some pink drink? <laughs> Is this heaven? <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, but yeah, uh, go ahead. What do you do as you approach? I, I simply walk up and say, well, what's everyone drinking around here? Uh, to the bartender. To the bartender? The, yes. Uh, the bartender uh, looks you over, and it's it's squid beak, um, unmoving. Um, le- uh, leans towards his left, grabs a bowl of a liquid, begins to pour some different powders into it, mixes it up, pours it into a cup, and sits it in front of you. Uh, looks around, notices Nick, and also the dog, and he gives the bowl to the dog and pours a small drink for the unconscious Nick as well. Got you. And I'm just gonna look up at him and say, so what kind of, what kind of other music you guys play around here? What all, what all goes down in this club here? Uh, it looks at you, but doesn't say a word. It's arms just continuously 
twirling around uh, with extreme like precision as he makes drinks for uh, the people approaching and leaving. What song is playing right now? Um, Toxic by Britney Spears. <laughs> I was thinking Rihanna, but I'm down. I was thinking Bless the Range in Africa. Oh, that's not that kind of club, dude. Come yeah, on. All right. <laughs> um, does he have a mouth? Like, does it look like he can speak? He has a beak. I'm just gonna quietly okay. just like. <laughs> That's what the song is playing in your in your head right now. And yeah, and, and Nick Nick starts humming in his sleep. <laughs> Shoot, I am in over my head here, as it tends to be. I'm trying to think how I want to go. It's dangerous. Okay, go ahead and think on that for a minute, and we'll cut back to Nick. Come up with a game plan. (laughs) Yeah, Nick. uh, (laughs) Fuck. I'm so excited. Okay, so, Nick, you awaken to a loud thud as your front door slams shut. You see Archbishop Green standing next to your bed with cold, dark eyes on you as he holds his sword to your throat. You look around to see four Knights of Honor standing around your room, with two at the exit, and Ember is nowhere in sight. Ember? Emerald? Whoa. Whoa. Wrong game. (laughs) Green looks towards you with a look of disdain on his face. Nick Dewrider, you're under arrest for the intent to release sacred information to those outside of the Order. Don't make this any harder than it has to be. I hold my hands up and say, seems a bit weird to arrest me for something I haven't done yet. Maybe so. But can't take any chances. And he orders two of the knights to begin binding your hands. Uh, As they're doing this, I want to make direct eye contact with Green and say, Emerald did this, I assume? He does not show any expression on his face with no no signs of Confirming or denying, which is as much confirmation as you need, and he does not look away, and he just says, Stand up. I do so. And uh, he begins to lead the group out of the room, and even though you've never been, you know that there's nowhere he could be taking you except the dungeon. Um, And he, he leads the group without looking back at you once as he leads you through the halls across the court into a separate building. You go down a long, winding, dark stairwell down into the dungeons, and he gestures for you to go into one of the cells. He undoes your binding, steps back, closes, and locks the cell. He stares at you for a long moment before leaving without a word, and one night steps in front of your cell to stand guard. What do you do? Um, okay. Um, uh, so is there like a window in the cell? Yeah, as you look around uh, the stone cell you've been thrown into, you see a stone slab on uh, the right-hand wall to you, uh, which, you know, is your bed with only a sheet and a very thin blanket. A small barred window sits on the center wall that would likely only serve as ventilation and possibly a tiny bit of sunlight during the day. Uh, And on the left-hand wall, you see a bucket with a rag near it for you to go to the bathroom. And that's it. Do I know the guard? 
Uh, he is wearing a helmet, so you're not entirely sure. Gotcha. Uh, I kind of grab uh, the bards, the bars, and I the two bards next to me. I grab them by the throat. <laughs> um, uh, I uh, grab onto the bars, and I'm like, uh, "What brings you here?" <laughs> you do. Oh, don't I feel special? Um, do you mind? going and getting me a drink we'll get you a drink at guard change then when's that a few hours okay i will sit on my stone bed for two hours (laughs) uh what do you do in the meantime how do you pass the time uh i want to inspect the cell and see if there's anything else i could use um like some if any of the stonework is weak or if there's damage to the bars to the window maybe uh okay go ahead and um hey it's 420 roll. oh my god good roll you, investigation <laughs> gang gang ski ski skr, skr. that'd be perception instead that'd be cool uh no <laughs> no okay. you can't <laughs> okay Love that. Five. Five. Okay, yes. So as you're looking around, you do see that the window, the bars are uh, starting to rust, and they may be able to break with uh, enough force. However, it's not really big enough for you to get through it. Um, so as you spend the next few hours kind of uh, walking around your room, uh, looking for anything that may help you to get out, um, searching every inch of the wall, uh, and around 4 a.m., given the time that you were, you guessed that you were taken in at least, um, an hour or two before the first drills usually start, you hear something that you haven't heard many times before. The alarm horn. You hear yelling and shouting coming from the window along with the soft yellow and orange glow of torches being carried out. You can't seem to make out exactly what's happening before you hear the door to the dungeon be thrown open. And you hear music begin to play off in the distance and the knight marches in and addresses those standing guard. The general demands everyone present in the court. Uh, And the voice is muffled behind the helmet so you can't quite make it out and everyone begins to shuffle out uh, except that one night that came in. The knight walks towards your cell and stares at you for uh, around 30 seconds without any movement. And then he reaches towards your cell, unlocks it, nods at you, and then runs upstairs to join the others. Awesome. Okay. Um, I will get moving. Uh... To, I assume there's a part of the walls that I know I could climb over. Uh, yes, of course. Uh, you you will have to make your way up the stairwell and out of the building itself. But judging by the sort of evacuation going on, you you think that should be easy enough, uh, and it is. So as you make your way up, uh, you can go ahead and roll stealth with advantage. Yeah. Natural 20. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so effortlessly you make your way up and out of the building, um, and you you hear the um, 
the court, uh, in the court is where everybody's kind of gathering, uh, the horn still going off every minute or two, um, you make your way to your apartment or house. What technically is it? Uh, it's more, uh, apartment would probably be an accurate way of describing okay. it. So yeah, you uh, make your way there, um, to gather whatever little bit that you can make during this distraction. Uh, and during this time, you never really get the chance to look around and see what's actually happening as you make your way out of the City of Bells. Is there anything else that you would like to do? Probably steal a horse. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do you steal anybody's horse in particular? Stealing Green's horse might be funny. Is that yeah, what I'll you steal do? Green's horse. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and describe Green's horse. Uh, it's a big white, uh, like stallion, like uh, you know those massive horses with like the bunched up fur near the hooves. Clydesdales, yeah. I think, like that, but it's a big, hefty war horse. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you still uh, you still this horse and began. His name is Storm. Storm. You still yeah. storm and begin riding out of the city of Bells, taking every back road that you can think of, every back alley, anywhere that people shouldn't be, uh, as the orange glow of fire begins to burn bright behind you, as some sort of attack is happening. And then. So the music that you were hearing um, in the cell begins to get louder and louder and louder. down in Africa. <laughs> and your eyes shoot open as you jolt awake to the sound of music blaring and dancing lights on the ceiling. <coughs> Motherfucker. Good. Good, good, good. <laughs> I grabbed my drink. <laughs> <laughs> I was so prepared to be like, uh, look, to see you open your eyes and be like, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and Mink. Me. Dave Lee, uh, who I also want to know, is uh, named after my dad, David, because uh, he he did some stuff for the podcast. King. Yeah, he's a king. True king. Um, he, uh, he shared some stuff, uh, recommended it to people, you know, the stuff that we tell you about all the time to do, and your name will be in the show, and he was one of the first. So, Dave Lee, named after David. Thank you. Dad, love you. Um, <laughs> he opens hey, the door. Get a load of this guy loves his dad. What a wow. fucking idiot. Huh. Yeah. Uh, opens the door to the room, <laughs> and a calming purple light fills the room. He leads you out and onto a platform in the air. The sky is full of shades of purples and pinks as clouds linger below, just barely out of reach. You look around to see yourself standing in a tree? On a tree? It's, it's a little hard to tell. Obviously, trees don't grow into buildings, but yet everything seems naturally occurring. You look over the deck to see floating orange balls of light moving from tree to tree with purpose, along with people walking across clouds uh, to get to one tree to the other. 
all of which have the same natural look as if the trees were just, you know, growing buildings. The same neon-type light that flows around Dave Lee's features in blues and orange and reds as they shape the cloud bridges, railings, and along some of the tree houses. You mostly see elves and others like Dave Lee, but you also catch the occasional gnome or pixie flying about. And uh, Dave Lee takes a step over the edge and onto the cloud bridge and, and continues walking. Falls over. <laughs> That'd be good. Uh, okay, so just step off, right? Uh, yes, of course. Okay. She looks down and uh, she'll close one eye and squint the other and step off. And you, you, you feel yourself uh, cave in about an inch or two into this cloud before you feel something not quite akin to solid, almost more like oobleck as you walk across it. Um, and uh, he leads you across several cloud bridges, around many platforms, around trees, and you see uh, shops in some. You pass a general store, a fruit market, a weapon and armor shop, a church. Uh, Sterling Grove is an actual full-blown city, hundreds of feet in the air, in the trees. And eventually you see where Dave Lee is taking you. Standing far higher than the rest of the trees, you see one that's far larger than any building you've ever seen. Likely hundreds of yards uh, across this tree is a full-blown skyscraper status. Uh, you see holes for windows with light lining up and down the entirety of the tree. Security standing at attention on either side of the gate as people come in and out of the gates at the entrance to the cloud bridge that stands between you and the building. The bridge is equally impressive, sitting around a thousand feet with no trees in between. Welcome to, quite literally, City Center. Oh, it's, it's big, it's massive, it's beautiful. It's all I've ever known. You were born here? In a manner of speaking, yes. Oh, okay. Um, is, uh, Sterling up there? Yes. We, uh, we just go follow this bridge into the building, and then I will take you straight up to her. Okay. And, and you um, said she can help Thornhill, right? Uh, no, not Thornhill, just you. Uh, get back to where you need to go. Thornhill is deceased, unfortunately. Um, okay. Uh... Although, Wait, although Nick? she is par- Uh, I'm sorry? Nick! Who's Nick? Uh, he's- he- He's Cut the one- Nick violently throwing up in a bar right now. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was the one that I was traveling with as well. Um, the only notes that I was given was that you were found- in a and he pauses and you see the lines the lights that light represent his eyes start to flicker off and on found in a toad and thornhill as you called him was and his lights start flashing again found in a toad that's all we have uh, okay as we're walking up there um 
she's gonna ask like who who found us one of our scouts Typically, when somebody enters the area near the portals, uh, the... And he pauses for a second, and you see his lights turn off. And as you guys are walking across the bridge, he pauses completely. And you see any other being um, that looks like him uh, pause as well. All lights go off, they freeze up, their gears stop. And then you hear from the distance a roar as it approaches and you look up to see a fairy dragon approaching uh, where the bridge is. And uh, the... I'm just going to tell you what they're called. The Spriggans is what they are. Uh, begin to activate again as their gears start turning. And you see the Eladrin also notice this. And they look up to see this dragon uh, flying towards the building. And you just see uh, one of the... Um, one of the Eladrin who were standing guard at, in front of the building, not the bridge, uh, looks up towards it and points its hand out. And just shoots it out of the sky with no effort. But it didn't do anything to us. And Dave Lee cocks his head towards you. And he's like, They have been attacking lately. Oh. They've been more active over the past few months. They rarely bothered us beforehand, but unfortunately, there's been an increase of attacks lately between them and ogres and orcs and trolls somehow getting up here, and we're not quite sure how, have been uh, increasing rapidly. Well, I remember when I was back at Hedgepoint with Nick and... Uh, my friend Oliver, we encountered a um, a dragon and like these humanoids with with uh, weird tentacles on their faces. Oh, squids? It, it seemed like that, but they were also like walking on legs. Oh, huh. I and you see the lights begin to flash again. I do not know of this tentacle-faced being with legs. And neither do I. It's kind of weird. But I'm and not uh, one to judge all the time because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a goblin and not really many people like like my kind. And uh, he, he begins walking again, I assume you follow, and he, he continues yes. the conversation. Um, why would people not like goblins? Well, goblins are notorious for, like, stealing and, um, raiding towns and villages and stuff. Um, I was captured by, like, a family when I was young. And long story short, I, I escaped from them and started living by myself. Uh, I, uh, I do occasionally 
deal. But only when I need it. And usually I, I accept jobs when I need money and stuff. So I'm not like all bad. Um, what exactly is stealing? Um, so stealing is uh, when you see something valuable or something that you want from another person and you take it without asking them and uh, you keep it for yourself. Oh, that seems rude. It is, but I only do it to survive. I mainly do food. Food? I have never tried food. Always wanted to, unfortunately. He points to his, uh, his light mouth. He's like, I do not have the biological functions to eat. I can tell you what it's like. Um, please. And uh, before you actually describe it, uh, we're not going to listen to Mink describing eating yeah, cheese. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. We're going to cut back to uh, Nick and Nectar. Uh, I keep vomiting. <laughs> yeah, uh, Nectar, uh, Nick immediately like jolts o- awake and leans over to his side and begins vomiting. I, so I imagine I was just kind of like sitting there like rolling the like bowl of liquid around trying to like parse if I know can find anything in it as he like does this and as I see him do this I literally grab his bowl and dump it into mine so he doesn't accidentally pick it up and drink it and just fucking <laughs> set it to the so- set it like to like a f- as far away from me from him as possible and just kind of like let him puke for a minute Okay. It does go on for a full minute. Um. <laughs> Just continuous one yeah. one vomit, Family Guy style. And I, right. I pull out my water skin and just hold it to him as he comes back up. I uh, look at you, and then I'm a little shocked. And then I uh, grab the water skin a little uh, suspiciously and smell it, and then take a swig. And as you do, I, I kind of like loudly, but not like yelling or anything. I'm like, oh, f- f- so glad you finally came back too. You partied a little hard there, did you? I suppose I did, yeah. Uh, Nick Do-Rider. But I'm sure you already knew that. Oh, just in case you forgot, my name's Nectar. Oh, uh, of course, Nectar. Um, <laughs> I might have scrambled my memory a bit with those drinks. Where are we? Yeah, so, uh, Taz, what was the name of this place again? I was actually going to ask you that to put it in the notes. Uh, Bybright. The Bybright Bybright. Club. Yeah. Yeah, we're in the Bybright Club, actually. Uh, somewhere, somewhere's in the Feywild. I'm not (laughs) totally sure. I was partying a little hard myself. Nick has a small panic attack (laughs) when he hears the word Feywild. (laughs) Nectar's been having a panic attack the whole time. (laughs) He looks at the water, a, clearly a fairy gave him. (laughs) And, like... Hey, trust me, pal, I wasn't uh, expecting to be here either, as I see you kind of, like, eyeing it. Oh, okay. I continue to drink it, then. <laughs> <laughs> and I and gesture then... to the to the bowl of whatever color liquid it's sitting next to me. I'm like, yeah, this stuff, uh, and I kind of, like, open my eyes real wide. Real delicious. Of course, real, it's a local delicious. delicacy, I assume, right? Oh, for sure. Taz, I'll go ahead and roll insight to see yeah, if I please. actually know anything about the uh, <laughs> Feywild. I yeah. probably know it's fucked up, and that's why I had a panic attack. <laughs> okay, I rolled a 14. 
Okay. So you don't personally know anybody who's been there or anything along those lines. Uh, you just know um, that the Feywild is a dangerous place uh, that usually when people go, they don't come back. Gotcha. Um, I continue drinking, and then my eyes are wide open, and I say, uh, I look at you really panicked, and I say, where is Mink, and where is Thornhill? Um, they, I don't know what happened to them. Uh, I can't quite remember who they are, if you know what I mean. Okay. Some more memory lapses there. Uh, uh, when I when I found you passed out, you were hanging out with our puppy here, uh, with a couple of our uh, kobold friends. I see. I'm sorry that I wasn't able to help you with those pals of ours. Oh, I... puppy was fantastic. <laughs> uh, you see the squid being uh, looks towards you guys, um, and its single eye uh, looks panicked as it looks behind you guys almost as if it's trying to get you guys to notice something i look behind me you see the two ogres that were standing guard walking towards you uh is my spear next to me it's yeah it's it's attached where it normally is okay or, I, I lean close to you probably, as i see you it's probably uh, not attached uh like it normally is because mm -hmm. nectar reattached it to you um, but it is there. <laughs> okay. But it's within so hands range. Okay. I want to, like, lean in to you and be like, uh, uh, some fucking weird lady said that that was the exit. I don't know if she's right or lying or whatever, but, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that's all I really know. Here's your shit back. And I just, like, kind of, like, really quickly hand him his shit. Okay. Cool. I fasten my, um, whip to my side loosely and put my gold where I normally put it. And I say, so, uh, what's the deal with the gentleman walking towards us? Do you know anything about him? No, that was uh, going to be my next thing I looked into there. I assume I have a, short, a long rest, has. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, also, do rest. I have any exhaustion conditions? No. Cool. Though your arm is really... still crippled. And you're cool. like... It... <laughs> if that really is an exit, I assume that they're guards making sure we can't fucking leave this place. Okay. Well, they're coming near us, so... Miss um... Brabright wants to see you guys. Uh, oh. I look at you. <laughs> I look at you, I'm like... Well, I was going to party it up for a little bit longer, but... That wasn't a request. Didn't sound like one. I stand up, <laughs> give you your water skin back, and uh, gesture for them to, to lead us. Okay. I pound some of it, throw it on my hands, and like wet my face because I'm fucking sweating. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> I, I lean into you and I say, "Stay next to me." <laughs> I was definitely fucking going to. <laughs> Good. Uh, they lead you upstairs and to the door that you were told the exit, and they gesture towards it. Towards the exit. Yes. Cool. I head up. You guys open yeah. the door to find a small office with the lady sitting at a desk um that you ran into earlier nectar um and you see a name plate across it saying selena Bybright, and the door shuts behind you good so 
What can we do for you? It's not what you can do for me. It's what I can do for you. You're looking to get out of this place? Okay, yeah. Yeah. And she opens uh, a door to... Well, she waves her hand to her left and a hand to her right. Um, And you see uh, a bright purple light coming in from one. And a bright pink light coming in from the other. And she says... Let's have a little fun, shall we? No thanks, just want to leave. And that's what I, we're I would in this like episode. to just. <laughs> I stab her. No. <laughs> I stab Nick. <laughs> what? <laughs> I got fuck. scared. <laughs> oh, fuck. I can take my w- walking speed up. So. Dog bites me. <laughs> it's a whole thing. I just got a sudden wave of static for no reason. I was yeah, getting so a wave of static, too. Aaron. Yeah, that classic. whole last minute, I got a fucking huge wave. But yeah. I, I'm blaming Weird. Aaron. EMP. <laughs> it was coming one day. Uh, okay. So, how is everybody feeling? Great. Better. <laughs> Aaron, are you alive? I'm alive. Okay. How are you feeling? I'm sad. Yeah. You deserve to be. Fucking Thornhill. You could have saved. You could have saved him. Could have saved him. Yeah. Could have saved him. Saved him. <laughs> I'm just happy I'm not alone in the Feywild in a place I don't know. I'm so I'm excited terrified. to fuck with you guys. I'm gonna win. <laughs> My plan was to find that lady and try to force her drink down her throat. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only option I could find. Like, find a way to get drink, get alone with her, force drink in her throat. Like, that's my only out here. What did you think it was gonna do? <laughs> I don't know, but if I'm in the Feywild, I'm gonna Feywild the Feywild, you know what I mean? Alright, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, cool. so, um, Honor is dead. Thornhill's mm-hmm. dead. Um, yeah, did you guys catch the god being dead? <laughs> yeah, just in case. Uh, god dead. <laughs> A god, god dead. One of them. One of them, yeah. Maybe just one. We'll see. Um, yeah, we'll see. One I know of for sure. Yes. Is. Hell yeah. Nervous. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and close this episode out. Where can they find you guys? I am uh, at Wanna Toothpick on Twitter. You can also find me on Twitch sometimes at uh, The Murderfish. Aaron? Yep, you can find me at BB underscore legs 20 on Instagram. Aaron's? (laughs) Aaron's, Aaron's? (laughs) You can find me at at Detonic on uh, Twitter. And you can find me at Zafael, but probably don't. Instead, find uh, the podcast um, on Facebook. You can look up Asphalt Studios, or you can join our 
whoa, our group, Facebook group, that's what it's called, uh, uh-huh. Tangent Tabletop Podcast. Uh, and you guys can also get your names in the show. Uh, you can do so by doing a lot of things. You can just post in the group, be active, share memes about the show. Uh, you can recommend the podcast to your friends. And if they join the Facebook group, it will prompt them to answer a question of if they were... Uh, invited or recommended by somebody and if uh, your name is entered in there then you will also get a chance or most likely will be an npc because we're introducing a lot of npcs at this point um yeah might even end up as a dead npc which is pretty cool always always cool yeah we have a uh, another person being uh entering <laughs> Another person who was active in the group and uh, who will be in the next show. Well, their name will be. So that's exciting, too. Good for them. Yeah. I'm happy for them. Me, too. Bye! Is there... (laughs) Aaron. Well, what? Yes? Do you want to do the credits? I told you it was your job now, remember? Yeah, it's your job now. Oh, my gosh. All right. Thank you for Julia Murray Artistry <laughs> for doing the cover photo for uh, all of our Asphalt Studio shows. And thank you to Homesick Entertainment for doing the intro and outro for this podcast. And thank you all for tuning in. I feel like we should also mention to everybody that if you felt like this episode felt real weird, uh, that's because it was at least all of us have had rough days before this so yeah. that's why if you got a weird energy a from week. us yeah. yeah yeah it's been a fun day but yeah give it hey. give us a little bit of a break please yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Just a small one just a small one all right thanks everybody for tuning in we'll see you next week adios bye-bye goodbye <laughs>